welcome to the whole GD show, the show where we bring up a word or phrase to spark a conversation about the related media. This is your host, Jeff Blanchard, and my coupling co-host, Dylan Orr. Hello, Dylan. Hello, Jeff. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about that one. Well, uh, I was wondering where I was going to go. I'm the uh, match. I can be the matchmaker. That sounds terrible too. That's... Are, are you good at that? Match- no. Nope. <laughs> Matching. Okay. No, nope, I was really bad at this list. This was... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I I like that and stuff. Though we're doing our our favorite ships and couples, mm-hmm. couples and stuff. Um, I I kind of like it and stuff. Like I I think it's like I I really like it in games and I don't know. It's kind of a weird you know, uh, thing where you kind of live out through other people where it's like, are these going to get together? Are they going to, will they, won't they kind of thing? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Not into it? Not so much, I guess. I don't know. I never played a lot of simulator games, so, as a growing up, so I guess I, I just never got into it that much. What about in, like, TV shows? Um, Did you like seeing it, or just like it's extra for you? I guess it's just extra for me. Yeah, I think Buffy comes to mind a lot because there was a lot of like co-mingling and co-coupling and switching it up in that show, and that was like during my formative years. But uh, I, I didn't. I guess I was some of the characters. I was like, you deserve so much better, or whatever. I guess none of the characters were ever good enough for the other ones. I feel like. Just, yeah, uh, I yeah I feel like there's so many times where it's like that's who you ended up with. Yeah, like, yeah, I, exactly. I don't know. I, like I watch uh, Friends like all the way through a few years or like maybe a year ago or so, and I'm like Ross is not a great guy. <laughs> like I feel like they kind of deserve each other in a way because they're both nightmare people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I just watched. Um... Community recently, I watched through all of that again, and there's a lot of weird relationships in that one too. Everyone just kind of pairs up. You're like, why? Yeah. Just. I I like the um Gilly and um, Gilly and Jacob said uh, Donald Glover pairing. I know it doesn't last, but yeah. I like it. Yeah, I forgot how much um it started. Like Jeff was after Britta, but it ends with Annie. But then you're like. They're like 10 years apart, too. That's kind of weird. Yeah. Uh, I know there's one episode, and I think I brought it up on the episode with Caleb, where he's kind of like between two girls, and it's kind of like this like weird choose-your-own-adventure episode, and then he ends up with like a girl that doesn't really... You don't see it coming. Like it, yeah. He's kind of like going between Britta and somebody else, and he ends up with Annie instead, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it was, it was weird, the last episode with Annie. I, there was, it was a lot deeper than I thought. Yeah. But How did her plotline end? Annie ends up getting like into FBI, an internship at the FBI. That's right. Uh-huh. And she's going away. And Jeff doesn't want her to go away because he's a teacher at Greendale now. Mm. But yeah. The the last episode was the last episode is very like community esque though, meta breaking, calling back to that meta episode. Like they're pitching season seven. So. Huh. Shouldn't they be pitching the movie? I know, right? When? Yeah. When? I mean 
I guess they're just gonna do it just cause. I mean, do people care anymore? I don't know. I do. Okay. <laughs> I'd like to see something. Yeah, I, with I'm hesitant to go back to that series. I don't know. Yeah, I I enjoyed it again. Yeah. I'm like, I'll do it again. I feel like once everyone drops off, I'm just like, uh, I don't know. Yeah, it does kind of suck at that point. And they just kind of cycle yeah. through ancillary characters. Mm. They did, like, try to, like, pair off Danny Putty at the very end, though, which I was like, that seemed odd. Mm. They tried to, like, do it with the new character that comes in, like, season six or something. Or, like, five. Uh, there's a couple new people that come. Mm. Um... Like, John Oliver becomes a regular. Oh, that's right. I and then the guy from Breaking Bad does. I can't remember his name. Um, he's Hickey in the show. But he's... Oh. He's an old, grumpy white man. Okay. <laughs> he pretty much takes Pierce's place. Plays just an asshole. And then, um... Then the last season, there's, like, this... Annie 2.0 lady... Uh, Fran, that's her name. She's just like an administrator, and she has no character. And event Nicole Brown leaves too. Right. Chang becomes a regular there. Right. Ken John. Yeah. And oh, and then there's that guy Elroy. I don't even know if you remember. I totally forgot no. about him. He lives in an RV. He's the IT guy. He lives in his RV. That's mm. how it comes about. I totally forgot about that character. He's only in the last season. It's been a while. I, I remember Chang's character has like a weird amnesia thing. Yeah, Changnesia. Yeah, Changnesia. Yes, his character well, arc is insane. Yeah, I mean, I feel like that's just like who he plays, like just weird, crazy people in every show. He's a... Pretty much. Did you know he's a real doctor? Yeah. Yeah. It's weird, right? <laughs> yeah. Yep. Uh, yeah, that's a lot of community talk yeah. <laughs> up front there. It's not even on my list. Yeah, I saw him do a stand-up ages ago. He's pretty good. Really? That's fine. Yeah. It's kind of, I feel weird saying this, but it was his joke. He was talking about uh, Asian people eating dogs. <laughs> he like had a whole bit about it. And he's uh -huh. just like, talking about like people bringing like, dogs to the vet and then like picking their teeth and being like, yeah, he died. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. Very relevant to the time we're living in a little bit, maybe. Maybe. Uh, wet markets or whatever. What? I don't know. People are saying COVID came from a bat that came from, like, wet markets in China. Oh. Yeah. Is it like... Uh, did you ever see Contagion? No. Oh. Is it a show or a movie? It was a movie. Maybe they made it into so. a show. I wouldn't be surprised. But that made me terrified of hmm. things like that. And it came from, like, it starts, the virus comes from a bat. And it poops on some pig's food. And then it's getting in some pork. Bat pig. Huh. Yeah. Anyway. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> 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 how, man, how can you go on tangent before you even get on topic or off tangent? Uh, do I have a movie? I do, yeah. and thing is, we're probably going to talk about it later in this episode, too. Um, okay. Oh. So, I probably won't get too much into it, but uh, the um, 
So, new Skywalker trilogy, whatever you want to call it, new Star Wars trilogy. Um, you know, you got Rey, and, uh, well, she ends up with someone. <laughs> and But, you know, I feel like in Force Awakens, it was heavily moving towards a, a what do you want to call it? It's, it's, how can you do just, they're one syllable each. It's a Rey Finn, or a Finn Rey, or a, a Sting Rey, or... Yeah. Um, a Finn Ray thing, I think, was a Fay. Yeah. Or a Frey. There we go. Yeah. We'll call sure. him Frey. And uh, I just felt like Frey was heavily hinted at in the beginning. And I don't know. Finn kind of just went wildly in a couple directions. Maybe to a bromance, though. Finn. I don't know. Finn was getting around, maybe. maybe. But I don't know. I always saw Finn and Ray kind of as the newbies in it together. And maybe someday they'll become Frey. But we got. Froze and uh, maybe Foe Dameron, but yeah, we never got Frey. Yeah, I I mean it. There is going to be more Star Wars, but I, from what I understand, it's not going to be in this galaxy. It's going to be in another right. one, right? Which is I I remember John Boyega saying like I don't want to be in any Disney <laughs> shows. Yeah. Because I only want to be in the movies. I'm like, this is the last movie of the series, as far as I know. Right. Which I thought that was a stupid statement for him to make. And I was also like, people love The Mandalorian. Like, why wouldn't you want to be on that show? Right. Yeah. There's yeah, I don't know. It just kind of went wild. Ray ended up with uh, someone I more saw as a brother to her than... Uh, does she lover. end up with him though? Oh, at the end, <laughs> for like a second. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. We'll get into it. That was, that is I, that your favorite pairing in Star Wars out of all of them? Uh, no, in like all of Star Wars history, no. Anakin sure, sure. and Padme, of course. Really? No. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I, mean, I, I get it. I, Oh, no, I guess I can't be like, yeah, maybe. No, not really. Because there was a huge age gap between them in the beginning. It seemed yeah, like, like he yeah. was like a little boy. Yes. In that first one. Yeah. He's like a young woman, it seems like. Yeah, it seemed like it was like 14 and 8. Yeah. <laughs> and then Hayden Christensen. Like, I don't think, he, I'm sure he's not a bad man, but he's not a good actor in those movies. I don't mean, I mean Hayden. Oh, Hayden. <laughs> Jake Lowe, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I yeah. think we all well, Everyone's a bad actor no. in those movies. Yeah. That's James Earl Jones, though. Is that him doing that? Yeah, that's James Earl Jones doing the voice. Oh. <laughs> I, I, okay. I, <laughs> I've heard it's, uh, I've heard that there's some, like, weird stuff in there where it's, like, it's both of them or something. Oh, like maybe. It could, maybe they blended it. Because they want him to, like, slowly still be turning into Darth at that moment. Yeah, that's a possibility. I knew, I just know James Earl Jones did do part yeah. of it, at least. I don't know who's in the suit. Um, I think everyone's a bad actor in all those movies, though. I think yeah. that's just the dialogue that's written is quite poor and non-executable yeah. I will say that like that I feel like that is the better Obi-Wan though yes and, oh yeah because the, you spend like 10 you know 20 minutes with the first guy oh, yeah, quite uh, yeah, 
Uh, yeah. No, the um, oh. the actor from uh, episode four. Oh yeah, the uh, old think British of. man. Yeah, who doesn't uh, like uh, Star Wars? Yes, Alex Guinness. Yeah. Yeah, he and he doesn't like it. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. I mean, what other couples are there? I, there's Han and Leia, which is all yeah. right. They they got they kind of hate each other though. Um, yeah. But they love each other in the end. Sure. I mean, Han and Chewie. That's the Han best. Han and Chewie. Yeah. Or C three PO and R two D two. Ah, they are just like an old married couple too. Yeah, pretty much. It might and be them. Yeah. Isn't it weird? I think isn't. C-3PO in all of the movies, technically? Or is he in just six? I think they're in, they're both in all the movies. That's kind of funny that they're the, like, the third line. They're the constants, yeah. 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 That's kind of cool. These weird side characters. Yeah, I mean, they'll live forever. They're robots. Yeah. I mean, they could all live together because they're not human, I guess. They're all aliens. We don't know their life expectancy. That's true. They're not necessarily Earthlings. I guess Yoda dies, though, at an old age at some point. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I I had one... This is a movie that probably doesn't hold up on rewatching. Uh, it's been a long time since I've seen it. I had Forrest and Jenny from Forrest Gump. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm not sure how well that holds up. <laughs> have you seen it? No. Of really? course not. Uh, Come on. <laughs> uh, you, it's uh, it's Forrest Gump is I mean, uh, a fictional know. character, yeah. obviously. Uh, it's based on it's a guy who kind of has is a part of all these events that go throughout history. Like he's, you know, playing against the, you know, ping pong and against in the in the Cold War. He's you know he's around Watergate, uh, Watergate, the JFK assassination. Mm-hmm. Um, and he has this, he meets this little girl and as a child, they're both children, named Jenny, and he he loves her, and he only ever really cares for her romantically. Uh, and she comes from a troubled background. I think her father is, like, abusive or sexually abusive or whatever. Um, and, you know, it's, it is kind of like this weird will-they-won't-they they, where they're kind of, like, together and apart, and know he's kind of this slow-witted man she's kind of going in through all this you know dealing with trauma and going into drugs and stuff but they so spoiler for this you know 20 plus year old movie (laughs) they do get together and briefly they have a child then she dies all right yeah spoil it and uh, it's kind yeah, of funny. I know. I know everything that happens. Yeah, it's. Uh, I was listening to Never Not Funny, uh, and Jimmy Pardo has an anecdote about the story where he got out of uh, a really bad breakup with a woman named Jennifer, and he was uh, looking for a movie to go to. So he <laughs> was looking for like a recommendation from his friend. He's like, I just want to make sure, like, there's nothing about anyone named. There's no characters named Jennifer, right? And like and his friend, yeah, it's his friends. Like, yeah, it's totally. It's no one named Jenny. And like, the movie is like two hours of a woman named Jenny, like telling <laughs> this person that he doesn't, that she doesn't love him. Like, it's comically like <laughs> the opposite of what he wanted. It's a pretty good story he tells. I don't know. It's really stupid. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I just I like that they kind of have this 
very long kind of like line where they're kind of have these weird parallel but diverging paths that are kind of intertwined. I don't know. Serendipitous. Yeah. I've never seen that movie. Uh, I probably have. That's one reason I hate John Cusack. Yeah. <laughs> so I've seen only his terrible romantic comedy movies. Sure. Mostly. Another one with like movies. Catherine Zeta Jones or something where it's like oh, yeah. my best friends. I, I think I've seen that one. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I've seen it twice. <laughs> what is that one called? My best, my sister's. I, uh, I don't remember. Something like that. I think we might have you, seen it at Summer Wreck or something. Yeah, I remember <laughs> seeing it at Summer Wreck, yeah. I think Hank Azaria is in yeah, there. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you're right, yeah. Yeah. Is, is it Julia Roberts in that? Um, Playing, like, the ugly girl. Yes, yeah. Yeah. That's weird. Yeah, I know there's two brunette actresses. It's yeah, Catherine Zeta-Jones, I think, is the other one. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you're right. It's, like, the hot model. And this, the dumpy girl is like Julie Roberts. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I'm like, gross. Like, really? So gross. Yeah. She's so homely. Yeah. Very strange. Um, <laughs> do you have a TV show? I know you mentioned Buffy. Yeah. Um, who's my favorite Buffy couple? See, this is where it was. I was like, they're not good enough for each other. I think. Xander and Willow should have gotten together, but I mean, she's a lesbian. Jeez, right. So. <laughs> no, not gonna work. And Xander's kind of, he's kind of a terrible person in his, his relationships, I think. So. Is that, um, uh, what's his face? Seth Green? No. Oh, that probably was my favorite relationship. How could I forget? Seth Green and uh, Allison Hannigan. Oz and Willow. The werewolf and the witch. Sure. Uh, it was never gonna work. I mean, but he was so cool and so like Oz is my favorite character. He was just so like just stoic and played by Seth Green, who was not like, stoic. Yeah, peak two thousands like uh, spiked hair and like the epitome of cool that I want to be. Yeah, um, it's like oh, it's Scott Evil <laughs> dating a, a lesbian witch. So cool. That was probably the best relationship. Um, but uh, I wrote down uh, another teen drama, <laughs> um, the Teen Titans. Uh, uh, I've watched the some of the new one, actually, the live-action one. I hear it's good. Yeah, it's actually not the worst thing ever. Um, yeah. Good. Eh, it's okay. okay. Uh, maybe it's good. It's, it's definitely, like... Edge Lordy, like I've heard that. <laughs> yeah, um, but all the all the new iterations of the the Titans, they're pairing up Raven and Beast Boy, um, which is like two polar opposites. Mm. Raven. Isn't she like supposed to be classically a lesbian character? Is that true? Is that right? Um, maybe in the comics. I'm not sure what our romantic like entanglements in the comics have been um but yeah and the new ones they keep pairing her up with beast boy i think in teen titans go it's purely like for a joke because they're polar opposites he's loud she's stoic but in the live action one they're pairing up too because they're the youngest and the newcomers i guess in the, the live action but in like the early 2000s 
Teen Titans. Uh, it was it was almost a, a Raven uh, cyborg mashup here yeah. ship we got going, which I don't know. It makes sense. They're both uh, they both got daddy issues. Um, both turned into some half monsters by their fathers. Cyborg's dad turned him into half a robot, and Raven's dad is half turned her into half a demon. Is that her yeah. deal? She's a demon. Yeah, her dad. Is I don't know Teen Titans as, as much, so. Yeah, um, well, there's a lot of it. It goes because there's like lots of it's like the X Men, so there's always different rosters, like rotating rosters, right. and there's an old generation and a new generation. So in the live one, who is is it? Tim Drake. That's um, Robin. Is no, it? it is Dick Grayson. Oh, okay. And he's kind of he just left Batman for a year, pretty much, and. Um, but and Jason Todd ends up joining up with them, too. So there's two he's, Robins. Oh, there's two Robins. He's not Red Skull or whatever. And uh, Red Hood. Red yeah. Hood, yeah. Red Skull. Marvel. Yeah, not yet, but I think he probably will be at some point. Does that means he's going to be killed on the show? Uh, was Jason Todd the one who... Yeah, he did He die. died, yeah. 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 Probably. Well, retconned his background. He's. I think he's always been killed, but they... Redconned it so the Joker was the one who killed his parents and all this weird stuff that may have a deeper history. It's part of the new fifty two. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um Damien Wayne's not there yet, thank God. Uh, <laughs> your favorite. But uh yeah, I don't know if they ever I don't know what Raven's deal in the comics is or cyborgs. Um I don't know who he I think Cyborg needs to learn to love himself first. He always thinks he's half a monster because he's a machine. Or is he a man? Is he a machine? Which is he? Doesn't Raven probably have the same issue, though? Or yeah, Raven's is, uh, pretty messed up, her like, whole origin. Well, I, I kind of feel like putting those two together makes sense because they both yeah. have similar backgrounds. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Uh, but, although, is Cyborg's part of the Teen Titans? Because I, I know... In sometimes Cyborg's part of the Justice League, so right? He's like yeah, graduate. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. Cause there's, I, I, yeah. I don't know. They grow up and stuff. They're not all teens forever. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like I've seen like an origin story of the Justice League where Cyborg is just part of it, like when it starts. Like I think. Yeah. That I don't know, there's just so many canon. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It, it's hard to keep up with the various multiverse stuff. I think the Teen Titans disband for a while, too, and then come back together. Yeah, I mean, it's... I mean, Dick Grayson becomes Nightwing. Right. And Jason Todd becomes Red Hood. Tim Drake becomes Red Robin after a while. Right. A lot of weird stuff. Lots of weird stuff. I had an anime, shockingly. It's from Naruto. Uh, the titular Naruto and Hinata, which I guess is somewhat of a spoiler, but you know, it's been over for a while now. Uh, it there are a lot of red herrings in the series with like um, kind of who's gonna pair up with who, this person with this person. Uh, you always think like because there's this. They're divided into three-person teams, so there's always these weird little triangles that form with various relationships. 
so in his team it's him and his friend slash rival Sasuke and Sakura who he has like is like a red herring for him like the the entire series and then he ends up with somebody else towards the end hmm. interesting there is like kind of like you know there's a few interactions that are very like you're like oh okay I think I see it like which way it's swinging and then towards the end you're like yep it's fully swung and they made a movie about it about them falling in love <laughs> that's <laughs> canon or whatever. it's canon yeah I guess because I don't know I, maybe it isn't but it's it has kind of the story of how they fell in love otherwise it's kind of like I don't know it's a little bit too weak of a courting I guess otherwise really yeah and it's um it's him kind of growing up as this outcast in the village, and the person that he ends up is kind of like the, not the black sheep, but she's kind of like, uh, she's always on the bottom rung. She's like part of the family, but she's just treated like crap because she's always been kind of like not good at stuff compared to everyone else. Hmm. Sounds like my type of girl. Yeah. Uh, so it's kind of like... in keep up with that. Her whole deal, like, is, you know, she spends so much time in isolation and just kind of being this, um, like, a ne'er-do-well for her family. And it's kind of just the end of, you know, the, the end of loneliness for the two of them. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. I think so. Yeah, it's just, I think it's a good pairing, and they, they do hint at it a lot, but I don't know. You just never really get a sense of it until, like, much later on. Do they develop it well, though, or uh, just, like, tack it on? Like, it feels yeah. more tacked on than I'd yeah. like to think, but there are, like, a lot of points where they, like, I don't know, it's something that she's very clearly in love with him, and she's just, like, you know, he's, I think, in love with this person that's on his team, but he ends up with this other person, so... Hmm. I, don't, I don't know. I like their their romance, but it, it does seem like kind of weak overall. But I do, I do think that they're pairing like if that there's just like an even number of people that they just tack on, you know, everyone just ends up with somebody, I guess. Hmm. Well, that's that's good. At least that they thought of everyone. Yeah. It's not how it really works, though. I know. I I think that it ends up there's like this kind of group that they call the rookie nine and towards the end they kill off one of them so, maybe like eight. <laughs> so i'm like i think that may be part of it it feels like in stardew valley whenever i go to the flower dance or whatever and all the single people are paired up like perfectly and it's just me in the corner <laughs> like, yeah kill off the rookie nine, nine. it does seem like in Stardew Valley like when you're in there as a character and if you're ever dancing with someone it seems off <laughs> yeah because you're like oh the redhead's dancing with the redhead and the blonde's dancing with the blonde and now it's just like this person who has like a chicken for a face or whatever <laughs> characters in there no. yeah huh. uh the music one I was just like oh, I guess I'll pick a love song I don't oh. know how you tackled it uh, I did not tackle it. Oh. <laughs> I was trying to, like, ship things together, and I just had no idea how to do it for music. Uh, 
what do you like love songs? I mean, that's kind of mm. just the way I root. I know you're kind of vary with your kind of like light music, I guess. Yeah. Not really a fan. Love songs? No, or, not really. I don't think so. <laughs> what about like the Whitney Houston, like I will always love you? No. No? Um, is there any instrumental that you think of that's kind of like just very maybe sweet and serene? I feel like, <laughs> I, you know, it's, I, no I don't heart. know, not an example for you, but something I kind of think of, I always liked going to the uh, Lon Lon Ranch in Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time. See, well, we're getting at my video game. Oh, <laughs> okay. topic there if we go there. Oh, mine too, um, actually. Uh-huh. But, um, but yeah, Lon Lon Ranch, I always liked that pairing that is never obviously going to be developed, but yeah. it's the, the, um, that one. Yeah. No, nothing ever. Uh, maybe some Nightmare Before Christmas songs. There's some good Sally Sally song. It's pretty, like, a love ballad. What is her song again? Um, it's just kind of a sad song about how she wants Jack to notice her. Hmm. Uh, it's not, it's only if you, like, listen to the soundtrack. It doesn't really stand out in the movie. It's just kind of a, a monologue of her singing. What about the, the Disney stuff? Do you have a favorite, like, kind of pairing or, you know, love song or whatever? Who? Oh, uh, well, oh, man. That's, like, a three just sprung out to mind. You got Can You Feel the Love Tonight and The Lion King. Sure. Um... You've got a whole new world, Aladdin. Oh course. yeah, that's a good one. And then uh, a sleeper here, but I was a big Beauty and the Beast fan, so you got uh, not Tale as old as time. I, that's the obvious one. Uh, something that wasn't there before. Oh earlier. sure, that's a great song. Yeah. Yeah. Something that wasn't there before. Yeah, yeah. It's not yeah. one that really you think about when you think about that movie, but it's it's a good one. That is one, yeah, that's a good one for their kind of, like, developing romance. Right. Yeah. The Stockholm Syndrome is just taking hold. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but uh, the, I guess Disney music is <laughs> my romantic songs. Uh, yeah, because, I mean, you've seen more of them, and it's like, I think the one in Hercules is called, like, I Won't Say I Love Him or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Yeah, Megara's song. Megara's song. That's a good one, too. Dark Horse. I don't remember if that goes. I only remember <laughs> Go the Distance from that movie, really. And the the one with the kind of, like... There's Zero to Hero? Zero to Hero, yeah. yeah. Um, those are the only ones I remember. Yeah, right? And the Mulan songs, more empowering than love songs, I think. Well... Was there a love song in that? I can't. I There's only girl remember. worth fighting for, but sure. it's not really a love song. It's about impressing ladies. Make a man Doesn't have a lot of substance. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there's reflection, but that's just about inner self. <laughs> yeah, I don't think there's really a love song in it. It's not what that movie's about. Yeah. There might be in Mulan 2, actually. There are a few songs in Mulan 2, and that is about an arranged wedding. So, oh. You <laughs> heard anything about the, uh, the, the live action that they're cutting out characters and stuff? 
Uh, yeah, no Mushu. No, um... I think I heard they're cutting out the main guy. I think, yeah, I, I don't think Li Shang has a huge romantic role if he's in it at all. Yeah. Because I think he was considered problematic, because I think he rips her clothes off or something later. Doesn't... I don't know if he... he... Well, he exposes her as, you know, a woman, I guess, which... Uh, that's what does it. I don't think he does that though. I think that's the uh, the other the, guy, uh, the, the the chancellor. I don't know the secretary man. Uh, He's old. Believe me, I watched this movie. A lot. It's it's been a while for me, so I, I'm sure you're right. Yeah, what did, did you have? You had a romantic uh, song. Uh this is it's more. It, it's kind of I don't know. It's more. I guess platonic e um it's from an anime uh it's an ending song it's from school rumble one of the which i really like um it's kind of i wish i had mentioned this on our meta episode because it's got a lot of meta humor in it um there it's just very knowing in the way it's you know how like arrested development has all these kind of like um miscommunications that's like this whole show it's like all miscommunication um it's about this kind of um delinquent with a heart of gold character uh who wants to become a manga artist he's also uh deeply in love with this um very kind of energetic cute girl and this other girl think that thinks that she's in love with her and this the girl that he likes is in love with this other guy who just completely ignores her. There's all this kind of, like, romance that isn't fully taking place because there's all these kind of... They call it rumblings because it's full rumble. Nothing's getting uh, through to people. Okay, I thought they were going to rumble and fight. There, There is some fighting. Okay. <laughs> but it's a, it's a lot more, like about romantic turmoil it's a it's a comedy series you know it's a school comedy but with romance and there's like the the main dude is uh kenji no harima kenji and uh he meets this other delinquent named harry mckenzie an american like there's all this like weird like this guy beat up everyone his name's harry mckenzie <laughs> like oh do you mean harima kenji like yeah that must be him that kind mm-hmm. of stuff. Yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah. <laughs> the song is called. Yeah. Uh, it's sung. It's sung by the uh, the kind of main girl Tenma and the girl who plays her sister Yakumo, and it's called "The Two of Us Completely Forgot." There's also an English version to it. Uh, I don't have the lyrics because I'm stupid, uh, <laughs> but uh, it's. Uh, I guess it's just about friends that you meet along the way and, like, certain people that, you know, are special to you and the idea of even though you grow older, you don't forget them. That's kind of the lyrics. That's nice. Like, And there's also uh, something I really like that anime do sometimes is they'll make, like, a kind of, like, ballady instrumental of, like, a main theme or, like, an ending song, like, They'll make like this like super poppy song to start off like One Punch Man, but then they'll have like a ballad version of the same yeah. song. You'll be like, oh, that's the same song. I didn't even know. Yeah. Like it has it with uh, 
Days of Dash in a different series. Uh, in One Punch Man, they have that same theme, but one's like, uh, they have this a different one that's like violins and like pianos. I guess that's a different show, but no, you get the idea. I do, yes. I I do like an anime they use recurring music a lot, and like mm-hmm. I like it when they kind of change it up too. Yeah. So. Yeah, you say run is the one I just did. They have the One Punch Man theme, which uh, is really great. Is in both versions. You also have like a guitar version, like an acoustic guitar. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> book. Uh, uh, well, I kind of cheated on this one. Fair. <laughs> too. Um, because I've seen the movie version of this. <laughs> Have you seen any of the Hunger Games? Probably not, because it was in that period of time where you weren't watching movies. Um, I didn't hear it. It kind of bleeped out for a second, so. Have you seen any of the Hunger Games Oh, I think I've seen all of them, actually. Oh, really? Wow. Not by choice. but Not by choice. So, um, what's your take on who do you think Katniss Everdeen should have ended up with romantically? The guy who went crazy and tried to kill her or (laughs) her childhood friend? Who was the childhood friend? Uh, Chris Hemsworth's brother. Liam Hemsworth. Yeah. I don't was what Peta's the one who tries to kill her, right? Right, yeah. And, and which one is in the mud to her? Right. Some sort of gracious act. Which one is? I can't remember which one Liam Hemsworth is in that movie. It's, I saw it when I was uh, living in Maine with roommates, and one of my roommates would just like have it on, so I like saw it, but I wasn't fully paying attention to it. And he yeah. like watched all of them. <laughs> He doesn't have, like, a huge role in all of them. Um, there are four movies, right? Yeah. He's never, like, in any of the competitions, but he ends up being in, like, the army or whatever they are at the end. The rebels, whatever you want to call them. Um, but he's, like, he grew up in the, the bad district with her, and they were they hunt together in the beginning and stuff. And I just Which movie does he appear in as, like, an adult? Probably the third one. Okay. I um, I don't know. I mean, Peta seems like an insane person who was broken. <laughs> yes. Which I'm um, kind of like that's not his fault. No. And I mean, I do think that that he could have, you know, mended that his brain maybe, but I don't know. I feel like with you know one person appearing in four movies versus one person kind of like. You know, I like the idea that they're childhood friends and they, you know, they got together a little bit. Like, I don't know. I just feel like the through line isn't there for their romance to make as much sense where Peta and Katniss kind of have more history that isn't separated by, you know, two movies. (laughs) (laughs) It's all an act in the beginning, though, I guess. I don't know. It just feels so fake sometimes. But I guess the book's always do a better job of illustrating why they're better for each other. Did you read the book? Oh, yeah, you said you didn't. No, I'm pretty sure I have it. I'm probably going to start reading soon, because what other alternatives do I have at this point? Yeah, yeah, I gave you my comicsology, man. (laughs) That's true, yeah. 
plenty of stuff on there. Deadly classes on there. Umbrella mm. Academy, I think. Did I ever buy that? Maybe. Yeah, but yeah, it was just my Hunger Games one. I know it's a hot take. I'm surprised you like that because it kind of like mimicked um, Twilight a little bit, in a way. As far as kind of like young adult e style like romance. Yeah, what it's all about. It's like a dystopian tournament anime, pretty right. much. That is what you like. Yeah. <laughs> yes. You should check out Battle Royale sometime. Yeah, isn't that like hyper violent? I guess I don't know. I've never seen yeah. that. But yeah, it's, it's supposed to be like super Japanese. violent. Yeah, Japanese, same type of deal. Uh, yeah, I. Mine is from a manga. Uh, I also cheated. <laughs> I've seen the anime. I have not read the manga. It's the characters are Ko and Futaba. Um, they know each other in middle school, and they have kind of mutual crushes on each other. But at the time, they're just too shy to say it. And then he moves away before that. They kind of like decide to like they plan to meet somewhere to tell each other their feelings, and then he never shows up. Uh, then they meet later in high school, and he's his whole personality has changed because he's gone through like a dramatic event in his life. And then she, they try to kind of, she tries to rekindle their friendship and p potential romance. And there are other girls around who are also like interested in him, and there are other guys who are interested in her. And it's like a whole high school romance comedy with some like heart and whatnot. Yeah, I like it. Hmm. Kind of generic, but it's not bad. Nice, nice. Is it long? Uh, it's like twelve episodes or so. Yeah. It's not super long. The standard, yeah. Yeah. Uh, 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 I wonder if we have. The, I think we kind of mentioned our game. Did yeah. We the same last one. Uh, Tell them Link. Um. Well, yeah. Well. I don't know, I feel like Link always has a connection with the farm girls, too. Yeah, because I, I did like that whole thing with Malin, but I feel like it's you know, obviously not meant to be. Like, Yeah, well, what does other it have girls? to be? Can't they just be warriors together, like Thor and the Warriors 3? Like Zelda and Link don't sure. always have to be romantically involved? Because uh, I was reading about this, and I, I don't... I think I have her whole historia, but I guess most games, they're not romantically involved, but they are in, like, maybe three or so games. Yeah, and in the show. In the show. In the show He's right? a sex pest. Yeah. Like, he's a sex pest. Right. It's like Tinder DMs or whatever. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, like in Skyward Sword, one of my least favorites, they're just kind of like besties that right. grew up together. Um, and then she's a pirate and <laughs> Wind Waker. Right. Uh, yeah, so... He ends up with, like, is it Midna in one of them? He ends up with somebody else? Or it's implied? Uh, they don't end up together, but, wow. um, she, like, because she's pretty gross <laughs> throughout the whole game. She's, like, cursed into an imp. But then, uh, at the end she turns into, like, a hot green lady. Of course. <laughs> and she's, like... Oh, you're making me blush, but then she kind of disappears forever, so right. they don't end and up together. They do have a weird through line that 
Link might end up with one of the Zora or the Zoro. Oh He's yeah, like, in Breath of the Wild, um, the, the Mifa lady, she's yeah. into him. And Rudo in um, yeah. Ocarina of Time. Yeah, I mean, there's so many branching timelines in this game. He could end up with anyone. It's true. Uh, do you what? I know we mentioned Madeline. You said, and he ends up with like you like the farm girl. What other farm girls are there? Uh, in Twilight Princess, there's a farm girl in the you grew up in the village with. Oh yeah, Ilya, I think is her name. Hmm. But like all the kids have a crush on Link too. Like all the little girls have a crush on Link. He's kind of the leader of the kids in the village, and so is Ilya. They're kind of the same age, but she's a farm girl. Yeah, there's Malin. There's uh, Marin and Link to the Past. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. And oh, there's farm girls. Well, I guess Link is a kid in Majora's Mask. There's farm girls in Majora's Mask who are just the same like character model as Matlin anyway. Who's the um one in uh, Link's Awakening? What's her name again? That's Marin. Oh, that's Marin. Oh, did I say Link to the Past? Yeah. I meant Link's Awakening. Okay. Is there a farm girl in Link to the Past? Probably. I don't, I don't... I don't know. Maybe. I, I've been kind of playing it here and there on my Switch. Uh, I forgot how hard that is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It is a tough one. I don't think... I have never beat that one. Same. Um, then, I saw Kenton do it a long time ago. Yeah, I think it gets to the Ice Dungeon. But yeah, the, you have to, yeah, traveling back and forth through the Dark Realm and stuff. I don't know how he figured that out as a kid. Yeah. Oof. guides or whatever. Probably. Nintendo Power. Yeah. Probably. Um, so I did a lot of things back then. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You had Link and Zelda? Was that I, yours? Yeah. I mean, I was just like, yeah, it makes sense. But I mean, like, I, I think it makes sense to ship them, but I guess, uh, uh, you know, I guess I'm always, you know, it, like we said, it's we're always looking for someone to pair those two up with, but I feel like Zelda has never had anyone other than Link. That is true. She, yeah, I wonder if she's ever been succumbed to an arranged marriage for to keep the royal bloodline going. I know that they, in the comic of uh, Link to the Past, they had that guy Rome, who was never a real thing other than in the comic. Huh. Do you remember I that guy? That. He's... Oh. Uh, yeah, I, I've got the comic right somewhere. It's he's never he's not a potential romance, but he's just like another dude that's also like a warrior, like Link, but he's like he's like partial eagle. Eagle Rome, you say his name? I think is? I yeah. think so. Oh, yeah, I don't think this has an index for in the story. In the dark world, you he meet Link meets the sky. You know how Link turns into a bunny? Yes. Yeah, there's another guy who can kind of control it and turns into, like, an eagle. Oh. Oh, uh, I vaguely remember that. I think I still have the comic somewhere. I need the encyclopedia. That's Harula Historia. It's a history book. It doesn't have an index. How many books? Are there three, I think? Yeah, I think there's uh, the encyclopedia, and then there's an art book as well. Gotcha. Arts and artifacts, I think. It's called. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 That was all I had. Same. 
Uh, no quiz. We do have an unjade Jeff. Yeah. Briefly mentioned. Right, dive deeper here. Yeah. Um, it is kind of funny because I got Disney Plus because I'm like, oh, it'll be on there. Not on no, there. No, May the 4th. Yeah. I, then I looked up, I'm like, really? And they're like, yeah, of course we're putting it out on May the 4th. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, I was about to was... rent it too, and then I was like, oh, May the 4th, I'll just wait. Yeah, I bought it on um, Google Play, so I could watch it. I'm like, yeah, I've already got, um, you know, Force Awakens on there, so I'm like, might yeah. as well. Thanks. Rise of Skywalker, the ninth movie in Star Wars in this yeah. trilogy. Uh, the final movie in this Skywalker saga? That's what they call it, yeah. Yeah. Uh... A lot of thoughts on this one as far as, like, um, very divisive again yes. among fans. A lot. I don't. I haven't really heard anybody say that they really love it. Um, maybe some people do. A lot of people I've heard, like, it's okay and it's terrible. <laughs> like, yeah. I, that's what, pretty much what I've heard. Yeah. Um, what are your thoughts before we get to mine? <laughs> yeah, uh, I was entertained by this movie i would say as a finale uh i don't think it resolves everything or it kind of just writes its way around to resolving things it's not the most well-written star wars movie um do you think that is because of the previous movie i think that has a lot to do with it uh i think they tried to be really fan servicey um, in this one? Yeah. Yeah. Well. And, um, I, which some of it works for me. And, yeah, and I think, like, uh, a good example is Rose is, um, pretty just written out of this movie with, like, one line of dialogue. Yeah. I, yeah, I, it, that was, that appeared in a lot of, like, kind of, like, uh, things about the movie that was like oh yeah they wrote out rose also they showed one gay couple in the entire series like yeah a lot of <laughs> it's like a background kiss but yeah. disney was like trying to make a big deal out of it yeah <laughs> yeah um yeah they wrote out rose which i i hope that was her choice like mm -hmm. i mean i know she received a lot of backlash after um because of asshole like star right. wars fans saying shit about her which fucking sucks yeah um, it really makes me hate these movies kind of because i hate the fans yeah. um that are this intense about it uh yeah i'll just talk about it, it starts on action it's this kylo ren just mowing down soldiers and i wrote he finds a locator thing yeah <laughs> like, i'm just like what is that <laughs> weird thing it starts on um the dead speak <laughs> yeah yeah but yeah. yeah yeah it starts on what is happening yeah which it i don't remember palpatine appearing in the last one did that nope. happen which nope. it, that i was just like that when did that happen they're like oh yeah we heard his voice and like that never happened nope yep. and i've nope. seen a lot of stuff now that's like I saw, like, Elijah Wood commenting on, like, here's what happened, and they're like, how would we know that? That wasn't yeah. in the movie. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And I... Uh, yeah. Um, 
Galileo fly, flies to a secret base to meet Palpatine, and Palpatine orders him to kill Rey. Uh, then it cuts away to Finn and Poe playing space chess against Chewie. Uh, <laughs> and then they receive a message from a spy in the First Order. And they have a very common... They escape from TIE Fighters through a narrow tunnel. Classic. <laughs> yeah. Of course, trunch, there's a bombed-out yeah. trunch. Or, yeah. yeah. Narrow tunnel or cave that the Millennium Falcon has to go through in every fucking movie. <laughs> <laughs> Built Which I'm like, fine. I'm like, I get it, but I'm like... like I don't know. I'm just like, we're doing this again? Really? <laughs> <laughs> uh... They cut away to Rey trying to summon the Jedi ghosts, and she's training to become stronger, and you, it kind of shows early on, yes, like we, I think we mentioned a while back, we were talking about the trailer and her being better with the staff than the, than the lightsaber. Yeah. Because she you kills hate the that dumb double lightsaber. <laughs> uh, yeah, I wrote it. <laughs> like, <laughs> I wrote down previous talk about Swiss Army lightsaber. <laughs> Switchblade lightsaber. On, on the hinge, yeah. Which I'm kind of like, I don't know. I don't know why like that's worse than Darth Maul's, really. But I don't know. I, I, it just seemed <laughs> dumb to me that it's <laughs> like, was she? Would both sides have light? I guess yeah. It, it had it had two blades, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Um... I noticed that, oh, she calls Leia Master. I thought that was like, of course she would, because she's the, you know, second to last Jedi, I guess. Uh, there's a weird shared force memory when Kylo touches Vader's mask, where she kind of remembers, like, uh, Kylo killing Han Solo, and kind of like all these various memories and whatnot. Uh... Finn and Poe arrive, and they translate message, Palpatine is alive, and he's creating the final order on planet Exegol, <laughs> which I'm like, that's so edgelord. That's <laughs> like, the final on planet. I'm like, you just made it that because it has an X in it. Yeah. So Probably. stupid. Like, the, it was the first order, now it's the final order. Yeah. It's cooler. Uh, Exegol is apparently the hidden world of the Sith that we've never heard about before. Um, <laughs> it's also, yeah, it's a hidden, it's a planet of Sith. Sith who are famously known to have only two at a time, but there's yeah. an entire planet of them. Yes. Uh, Dominic Monaghan, which I was like, oh, from Lord of the yeah. Rings. Yeah. And then I was J. J. like... J.J. Abrams staple. Sure. And I was like, oh, there's Rose... Tico or Tycho. Uh, I, I'll never know because <laughs> they'll never tell me again. Yeah. I'll write her away. Is it? Yeah. Uh, and then I said, oh, Sith Wayfinder. That's convenient. Uh, the rebels searched a desert planet, which was Patharna for the Wayfinder. Uh, there's another Kylo Ray force meeting. Uh, Lando appears. I'm like, oh, that's cool. But they kind of brought yeah. him back. Billy D. So cool. Yeah. <laughs> he just shows up super cool, too. Yeah. Shoots a guy in the face with an arrow? <laughs> like, with, like, a like a hand crossbow? Strange. Uh, there's a stormtrooper battle on the, on the 
flying bike things. They can fly now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they fall into the weird quicksand. Uh, and Finn's like, I'm about to tell you. Uh, never mind, and you never learn what it is. Oh, yeah, Although, never mind. Yeah, they did hint at the Frey ship. I forgot. Um, but I, if you go online, you can find out what he was going to tell her. Oh, really? Oh, you know was it written it in the book? No. Uh, it's Finn was going to tell Ray that he, he was not. I've heard a lot of people be like, yes, he was never going to tell her that he loves her. That was never the intent. What he's going to tell her was that he is force sensitive. Ah. Which he, he kind of hints at later in the movie. Okay. With, um, I'm sure Jana. you have to read the supplemental material to find that out. Yeah. Which is a great yeah. way to make a movie. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> to put all the things you want in other things you have to refer to. Um, yeah. They find a blade with the Sith language, a Wayfinder blade. And C-3PO is able to translate it, but he's not allowed to, I guess. Like his pro Yeah, his programs won't let him. Uh, Chewie gets captured. Ray uses Force Lightning, and you then, like, 20 minutes later, you're like, Oh, Chewie was fine. Of course he is. Why would there be any stakes in this movie? <laughs> uh, you meet Babu Frick, who I saw was like a very popular yeah. kind of new character, tiny mechanic. I like him. Yeah, I, I like him. Of that. Yeah, he's a cute character. Uh, C-3PO has to erase his memory to read the translation, and you're like, oh, and this is kind of like a sweet moment that he's just like, I'm taking one last look at my friends. Yes. And then course, later, there that's are no kind stakes. of yeah, yeah. Seriously, I was like. Why was that moment needed then? We really didn't, like, we cared for, like, two seconds. Yeah, and that's, like, I mean, I can see not killing a character off, but, like, erasing his memory, he can still, like, relearn over time eventually. Yeah. Like, it's not that bad to make, just, just stick with it. Stick to your guns. Yeah. Uh, they meet Zora, and, and they find out that Poe is Zora's old, you know, spice runner friend uh a friend with benefits yeah uh and that they have this kind of contentious relationship and she decides to give him her token that will allow him to save chewy and hopefully uh they go into the ship get captured uh fairly quickly and then saved by hux who is revealed as the spy. Mm -hmm. And then that really doesn't seem to play into the movie <laughs> much longer. Uh, nope. <laughs> he has to be shot in the shoulder, but Finn shoots him in the leg instead. Uh, Kylo reveals Rey's lineage as she's the granddaughter of Palpatine. What? That's what? weird. Uh, Hux is killed by General Pride? Oh, yeah, the new Hux. Yeah, new Hux. New um, Hux. They go to the planet I can't remember the name of. Uh, when the This, I feel like, is a weird timeline issue. Uh, they have a Sith Wayfinder blade, which is apparently shaped to fit a bombed-out Death Star. Okay, to find I the have ex the same exact problem. To 
find the exact spot for the Wayfinder. Which means, like, it seems like it should be an ancient thing, but it's, like, fairly new. It means it was made after the Death Star was built and discovered in the sea, which was also... <laughs> Maybe, yeah, like potentially potentially during Ray's lifetime yeah. which means the Emperor would still have been alive but I'm like this seems like a huge timeline issue when plot hole also yeah the fact that just none of the Death Star that's sitting in that violent ocean deteriorated yep. over time yeah most of it's like, fine yeah, if it just has stayed the same shape as this blade yeah yeah so that was it's like that's so, so lazy um, there was so much stuff in this movie that I'm like, why is it also just convenient for them? Like, I can understand, like, the idea of movie magic, and maybe you can even make a point of, like, it's the Force, and it's, you know, all destined to happen, but I'm like, this just seems, like, lazy to me. Yeah. The way it's written. Like, it's all so convenient, and the stakes are so, like, they're so high, but you're also, like... Because you know the format of these movies, I, I mean that plays into it a little. You're like, like I don't what's going to happen more or less. I feel like, like I think it all looks great, and like whenever I look at it, I'm like, oh, I know all this stuff is like ninety percent of what I'm looking at right now is fake, but it's still like visually amazing. I guess like it isn't you know lazily done, but uh, you find out about force healing which is the first time that they write this into the series, which I'm like, this could have saved a lot of lives if there's ever been, like, <laughs> this type of thing has ever been used before. Like, you, there goes, like, Qui-Gon Jinn's still alive. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. I feel like... I didn't really think about that, but it feels like it should be like a force power but you're right if it is why has it never been used yeah in before. situations specifically that could have like saved people's lives and changed <laughs> things uh, yeah um kylo uh, ray fights kylo she's about to lose but leia stops kylo then leia dies after using the force and Ray stabs Kylo and heals him, then runs away after realizing Leia died. Um, I read something. This isn't my thought. This is a good fight. It's a, it's a, you know, it isn't like that super, you know, intense fight that they have in Episode Three, where it's very choreographed and kind of cinematically pleasing, where they're like swirling it all around. And yeah. There's a lot of flourishes and whatnot. It's very like. They're just swinging at each other and, like, really battling. Yeah. And it's, like, it's not pretty looking at all, I guess. But it does reflect that in, like, it's a water planet instead right. of a lava planet. And it's Kylo's turning to a good guy over time. And instead of Anakin turning bad. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it's, like, a reversal of that. Right. I kind of like that it plays, plays a little credo to the... Uh, prequel there yeah i never noticed that but that, that is a good call out call yeah. back. um uh, uh, kylo is contemplating and he meets force han solo which i was like really surprised he had any interest in being around. <laughs> yep <laughs> which he seems seemingly didn't he's like i'm here for a paycheck yeah. uh then 
Yeah, Tyler. everyone came back for this one, didn't they? Even yeah. the dead. Yeah. He throws away the lightsaber. Uh, that's the plan. Kajimi. He gets blown up, and Poe is named general after uh, uh, Leia dies. Lando shows up to give him a pep talk. Uh, He's co-generals, or bro-generals with Finn, mm. right? Yeah. Ray burns Kylo's ship, and she tries to throw away her lightsaber, and then Force Luke shows up for a pep talk. Yeah. Yeah. All our dads are coming back. Then Ray gets Leia's lightsaber, and Luke's ship is there, also not deteriorated, fully working. <laughs> Hey, that thing survived the Dagobah Swamp, if it's the same one. Yeah. Uh, they have this full, like, final battle preparations, and they... This is weird, because they're like, we need to attack the navigation system. And I'm like, isn't this just, like, the oops button on the Death Star? Like, why didn't you put all your important stuff in this one thing that everyone needs to attack? Uh, yeah, and then they're like, oh, we're... Like, they pulled a fast one. We need to reroute it to a different thing. Yeah. <laughs> they just put it in a ship instead of that big uh, satellite. Then, like, we're going to jam their speeders. And they're like, we can't because they're riding horses. Space, <laughs> space horses. Space horses. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Ray meets Palpatine. Uh, Rebels take down the navigation system. Kylo shows up and there's another team-up battle. Love a team-up battle. Uh, Palpatine sucks the life out energy out of both of them and then throws Kylo in a pit. Uh, and then he starts uh, electrocuting all the rebels in the sky. And it shows that the rebels, that by destroying the cannons that can destroy worlds it destroys the entire ship which I'm like why weren't you doing this in the first place <laughs> yeah. it's too many ships I guess yeah I mean maybe they couldn't get to it accurately with all the other ships around uh Ray defeats Palpatine with his own lightning uh which I guess is reminiscent of the Mace Windu fight a little bit. Yeah. He reflects it back old. at him. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, I am all of the Sith, or whatever he says. And she says, I am all of the Jedi, or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah, you get those the cameos. You got Samuel Jackson speaking in her head, and yeah, yeah, yeah. The whole thing where it's just like use the force and like all this little montage of voices in her head. It's kind of cool. Yeah, I like that part. What they even got like <laughs> people from like the Clone Wars TV show to yeah. like do stuff. Yeah, I I don't remember Samuel. J what did he say? <laughs> get get the fuck up, right? Yeah. <laughs> Something like that. He snakes <laughs> off this plane, right? <laughs> Something like that. Uh, the rebels win the space battle, and Ray just seemingly just dies, just drops dead. Uh, Kylo comes out of the pit and uses force healing on her. Then he saves her life, and then he, they kiss finally. Yeah. What we've all been waiting finally. for. All... I audibly groaned in the theater. Well, well, yeah, I mean, I was like, uh, I have seen so many things about um, Adam Driver. Women love this dude. Yeah. He's like, 
I saw something on Facebook. Someone's like, oh, this guy's so fucking hot. Like, crazy. <laughs> and I've been listening to newcomers, and they love this dude. Like, Lauren Love gets him Nicole Byer. Um, and I don't know. I, I don't think he's... And I apparently that is his real voice. I thought he was like a British dude doing like an accent, but he's... Yeah, that's like his... This is a deep voice like that. Yeah, uh, I watched... Uh... He's in a movie called Logan Lucky, where he does a like a southern accent. It's pretty. He's a good actor. Yeah, he's he's a good actor, but I'm just like, man, I I don't think of him <laughs> as like classically handsome, I guess. But a lot of women really like. Him. Yeah, that is. I listen to another podcast, and they're always like, "Is Adam Driver handsome?" It's two dudes like talking about movies, and they can't figure out if he's handsome or not either. Yeah, I'm like. I mean, I'm not gay, and I'm not a woman, so I'm not really, you know, sexually attracted to men, but I'm like, I I don't know, I think I, there are dudes that I'm just like, yeah, I like this dude, I think he's a handsome dude. I, I'm like, I can kind of feel like I don't see it with him, but I, I don't know. I don't, I don't get it. I don't understand women, I think that much is I don't understand what they like in people. Like, it's when Timothy Chalamet was really popular for, like, two seconds. And still kind of is. Uh, like, love that dude. And he's, like, very pretty. Like, him I kind of get. Women love, um... Uh, Timothy Oliphant, too. I think like, he's a handsome he's a, dude, though. Really? People think he's, like, the hottest man ever. And, yeah, I think he's a good-looking guy, but, like... Is he like an eleven? Like people think he is. They say he is. I think he's. I think he's like close to ten, but I don't know if I would call him a ten. Hmm. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I mean, he's. Type, a, I guess. I think he. Yeah, maybe. He. I think he's. I do not like his personality at all. Um, I think that would probably even bring him down further. Anytime <laughs> he's like, I heard him talk shit about Jim Carrey. I'm like, how fucking dare you <laughs> say anything about Jim Carrey? <laughs> He would never say anything like that about you. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, Kylo then becomes the Force. He just dies and becomes the Force. Uh, it's a big party at the Rebel base. Zora and Poe exchange pleasantries. Chewie finally gets a medal. <laughs> yeah. Yay! Fan service. Uh, Lando recruits Janna. I think that was her name. Uh, oh, yeah. And Ray shows up and hugs Poe and <laughs> Lando starts writing his spin-off. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Ray goes to Tatooine to bury Luke and Leia's lightsabers and unveils her new yellow lightsaber. Yeah. What do you think about that? I think it's fine. I like the dial. I think that's cool. Oh, I didn't even notice. Yeah, it's not like a switch like the other one. She, like, dial, she turns it and it opens yeah. it goes on. Uh, then a strange woman's like, who are you? She's like, I'm Ray. He's like, Ray, who? <laughs> then she sees Force, Leia, and Luke, and she's like, Ray Skywalker. The end. Um, <laughs> yeah, what yeah. do you think about the last line there? Was that the last line of Ray Skywalker? Yeah, I think so. It's fine. A lot of people hate it. A lot of people think it's really stupid. I I get it, like, it, she doesn't want to be associated with Palpatine, and, you know, these are the people that kind of raised her up to the person she wanted to be, but as a last line, it's just kind of like, I don't know, it's, 
it kind of ends where it begins, where she's, you know, on a Tatooine desert, staring out into the sun. Yeah, I liked it was cyclical at the end. She yeah. slides down into there, like, on a sled, like she does in the first movie when she's scavenging. Yeah. Um, but the whole, I've seen this argument, and I agree that, like, a lot of the movie is about, you know, it's not about your family name. That's not, like, who defines you. Your lineage doesn't define you. It's what you do with your actions that defines you. And then at the end, she's like, I'm part of this family. Yeah. <laughs> like, it kind of... Yeah, I, I understand that. I, I, yeah, I didn't think about that. That makes sense. But I'm kind of like... I also kind of get her not wanting to be associated with it. Oh, yeah, yeah. But I don't know. Uh, yeah, I, I, I enjoyed it. I, like I said, there are a lot of weird stuff where I'm like, did you... This seemed, you know... Like, it physically, like, uh, visually, it's great. It all looks really good. Um, And, like, with all of these CG movies, it's just like, man. There's just something in my brain where I'm like, I know so much of this is just not there. Yeah. But it it looks good. Yeah. Carrie Fisher. Sure. Um, What did you think about young Carrie Fisher and young uh, Luke? I thought that was strange. I was like, what are they doing there? (laughs) Was that... Is that like her daughter or something? Or is that just uh, like a CG like face over a face? I think they might have... I don't know. I don't know. That would have been better if they put her daughter in there. That would have been cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, overall I enjoyed it. But yeah, there's just a lot of stuff where I'm like, what the fuck? So it would like this... Like, it's, it's all so convenient for them. And I know right. I said that, but I'm like... It just seems convenient in a way that seems lazy and i don't mind some of the fan servicey stuff but i don't know it just seems like uh, i don't know um i don't know if i like this better than the last jedi i think that they're pretty equal as far as quality like there's some tonal stuff that i think was wrong in the last movie um in the last jedi that i'm like i think overall that they kind of remain the same, but I don't know. I feel like anytime I see something about The Last Jedi, it's like, it's weirdly political. Like, it's weirdly, like, oriented towards, like, a political sentiment because of, like, I don't know, just the fact that there was more women in the movie. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I don't, I don't know if I prefer one over the other. What do you think? Yeah, I was actually just about to ask you that. Um, I like, I think I like uh, Rise of Skywalker over Last Jedi, just probably mostly because of the fan service stuff. To yeah. be honest, like the all the ships flying in at the end, you get Lando, you get right, kind of everyone, and kind of comes back. Because I know, uh, I've seen a lot of stuff now. It's like J.J. Abrams is mad at the middle movie because it like threw off the movie series which i i wonder if jj had done all three maybe that wouldn't have been the case but i kind of feel like if that's what the end result was always going to be that it's still incorrect yeah yeah i I feel a huge fault of this movie probably its biggest fault of it's that it's a lot of reactionary stuff like trying to cover bases from what people didn't like about Last Jedi, steer it away from that direction, and try to... I don't know. Which seems to be what Last Jedi did for 
Force Awakens also. Right. Yes. Yeah, I yeah. I don't know. Like I don't I think people just really hate both of these movies, it seems like, and I'm just like, they're fine. Like they're they're not terrible. They're just they're movies that I think are okay. Like they're I don't like they're also so long. <laughs> they're, it's like it's two hours and you know twenty minutes, or whatever. And it's like, God damn! I just kept checking. And I was like, Jesus Christ! <laughs> the time, the time me. Yeah, I uh, yeah. Say what you will about the prequels, about how terrible they are, and the dialogue so terrible. But I, they are like a single unified vision, and like it was all written by one guy mostly. So yeah, I guess it kind of it doesn't contradict. Well, some parts do, but it doesn't, like, fully contradict itself from movie to movie. I mean, they have, like, canonically just made midichlorians a thing, like, yeah. just by accident. Like, they're like, oh, yeah, it is 100% biological. It's all the people with the Force just have it also. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It is a satisfying finale. Um, I guess so. I mean, it, you know, it's like, it, considering what's coming next, yes, but I'm kind of like, if they had planned to do more stuff in this universe, they would have had to create two more Sith characters that were also, yeah. like, a mastermind slash pawn yeah, or whatever. Bring one of them back from the dead. Yeah. Keep Darth Maul. <laughs> Again. Yeah. They already did, yeah. <laughs> the third time. Yeah. Third time. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I liked it, I guess. It's, it has its faults, but I don't think it's, you know, it's it's a, it's not a film, it's a movie. It's that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. you know? yeah. It's meant to be just watched and enjoyed. Yeah, popcorn flick. Right. Yeah. Alright. Well, that was the finale to Star Wars. Is that the finale to this episode? Pretty much. Pretty much. Well... You can find us at facebook.com slash holdgdshow, twitter at holdgdshow, holdgdshow.podbean.com. Caleb O'Brien does our music. Find him on Spotify. Find us on Spotify. Find us on iTunes, on your podcast app. Uh, rate and review. Tell a friend. Where can people find you, Jeff? I am at uh, Twitter, Tumblr, Instagram, at rewriteshaw doing uh jokes and art stuff not too keen on the whole youtube thing um i'll try and do more i'll try and do better guys <laughs> yeah. all right and we'll uh catch gd listeners in the next gd episode goodbye Later.